Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. It's the Steelers podcast. I'm here with Joe and Paul. It is Monday, March 8th. Wow, 2021 is flying by. And we're, as Mike Hilton said, a week ago, we're nine days away from the start of free agency. Um, Joe, Paul, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. Splendiferous. Wow. If that's a word. That's that's way better than all right. Fantastic. <laughs> well, there is not a whole lot we can say. And, you know, we have our review show, which we, we will uh, promote for a second. Um, so we're not going to sit for two hours and just go over every Steelers rumor. Um, honestly, the salary cap hasn't been figured out yet. Uh, Joe, I'm assuming this is going to get figured out before the free agency starts, right? Like, I mean, doesn't it, doesn't it have to? Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else does everybody have to do? I mean, I know they're still trying to figure out like what kind of COVID restrictions and all those kinds of things, but it's not like they can throw a a really low salary cap on everybody. I know the 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 uh, income is down, but they're also on the verge of signing an uh uh uh, probably a new record breaking um television deal. So there's there's money. The money is still there. It's got to go to somebody. It might as well go to players. So, you know, hurry up and make the salary cap decision so we can get on with free yeah. agency. Well, I've heard it's pretty close. I mean, it might actually go up by a couple million. Uh, they were saying with the Steelers, they may have a couple more million to play with. And, again, this is a couple more million to sign draft picks. Don't think that we're going to go out and <laughs> sign everybody. I, I mean, it's just more of, you know, for cap purposes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard somewhere maybe 180, 185 million. I, they would have to make a final decision before, like, Saturday. Well, is it Saturday? No, it wouldn't be Saturday. It would be next Wednesday when the no, year officially yeah, starts and unrestricted free agents can sign. Um, so let's go over a couple of things that we do know. Uh, Big Ben, and it's been pretty determined for the past couple of weeks. Uh, he's resigning with the Steelers. Not a lot of details were released about the contract. We don't know how long it is. But in essence, it's like a one-year, $14 million contract. And he took a $5 million uh, decrease from last year. Um, hey, for a guy with Big Ben's track record, $14 million for quarterback like that isn't bad. But the thing that sucks is it's a it's all about the cap. So it's still going to be a lot against the cap room. I mean, it's, he's going to count a lot more via cap than he is salary-wise. So, I, you know, I... I'll say the same thing I said last week. I'm frustrated at the Steelers. Uh, they should have known that this time was coming where at least have somebody 
more capable that's ready to step in if needed. Uh, we don't know. Big Ben could be great this year. Big Ben could be horrible this year. Big Ben could lose everything. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> I mean, he could get hurt. That's probably, um, you know, mo- I think that's more likely than him just being flat out terrible. <clears throat> I know everybody still kind of has this thing. Oh, he's getting older. Well, there's quarterbacks who are older than him who are still going. He does not take care of himself the way that some other people do during the offseason. And maybe he's going to be smarter about it this year, knowing that he's at the end. You you know, for those of us, finger pointing firmly at myself, who put off, you know, getting in shape and whatever else, really having the deadline (laughs) ahead of you tends to be a motivator. So maybe he does better this offseason than than previous offseasons. Who knows? But to say that his skills are in decline, the guy was still throwing 500 yards uh, in football games at the end of the season. So I don't know where it all comes from in terms of thinking that he's off. He's maybe doesn't have some of the distance that he had before, although he's still shown flashes of that. Uh, He still reads defenses incredibly well. Uh, He's still good at scrambling around, not as good as he was when he was you know, 25, but hey, who amongst us is as good at scrambling <laughs> as we were at 25? Uh, I, so I think, so it's not like the the, fo- the football is going to be worse next year than it was this past year. And this past year, it was good for a while. And the other pieces of the game fell apart. So hopefully freeing up $14 million in cap space does something to try to shore up some of the other things that, that need shoring up. Yeah, and yeah, but it only I, puts us now three million under the cap. Right. Now we're well, like we're like three million under the cap right now, so it's not like we have tons of elbow room. But we well, have some instead of being over. Well, and, well, they yeah. almost had. <laughs> they almost had. To do when I balance my bend. checkbook, I like to be under yeah. that number. Well, you know? <laughs> they almost had to do the big Ben thing, just get money to sign draft picks. I mean, we're, you know, they're not going to be huge players in the free agent market. I, I will say, though, I can see Big Ben being good this year if they can get a consistent running game. Now, if you're hoping that, like, uh, if they pick running back number one, he's not going to be Barry Sanders or O.J. Simpson his first year. But if they get a guy that's at least, wow, he's all right, you know, where they didn't have that last year, and Ben doesn't have to throw it 80 times a game, Ben could have a decent year. Part of the problem with Ben was, they a completely abandoned the running game, and b they really didn't have runners to run if they didn't completely abandon the running game. So Ben had to throw a million times. If let's say they get a Harris, you know, Najee Harris, or maybe a Travis Etienne from Clemson, and I'm not convinced that's where they go, but if they can get a guy like that in the first round, or uh, Paul mentioned Javante Williams in North Carolina, I watched some highly of him. I like him. He can run. He can catch. I think that's good in today's NFL. So thinking a guy like that, that is, he doesn't necessarily have to be a Hall of Famer, but somebody where you don't have to throw as much, I think we may be at the end of next year, maybe not saying, oh, man, big man, you're like Pat Mahomes did, but we wouldn't be scratching our head either. I mean, Ben only had to throw 30, 35 times a game. Ben could have a great year next year. Who knows, you know? It's when he has yeah, to I throw mean, I, 60 times. That's 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 a danger zone. Yeah, because, I mean, I think the asterisk to that, you know, he's still throwing for a lot of yards is, yeah, he's throwing 60 times, but 
four yards a pop, and then the receivers are running the the rest of those yards. And right. um, I, I don't know if he can sustain. I mean, it, they don't keep that. Again, not saying all. They don't keep that stat. What? I, I want to look at all of the other quarterbacks who have all of his yardage. Oh, my gosh. He threw for X number of yards. No, he didn't. Almost none of them did. They all, there's always <laughs> runs after the catch, and anybody who's a good quarterback has two or three of those guys on his team. I would love to see those numbers from from all of these great all-time the, quarterbacks. Go ahead. Calm down. The, po- the point I was making was that yeah. we can't – we, we can't expect him to keep throwing 60 times a game and see him be at his best. We need to bring that number down so he can endure a whole season and maybe even a second beyond next year. Uh, we have to balance out the offense. And my frustration lies in, I really, I mean, it's a Steelers fan. I hope he's Pat Mahomes next year. As a realist, he could be Pat Mahomes. He could be so-so. He could be hurt half the year. He could completely fall off the cliff and just he's ready to retire. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, and I guess none of us have any idea, but usually we can expect Ben to have a good year. I don't know. I mean, he could be fantastic. He could be awful. Who knows? That's tough. Um, yeah, let's bring this up, too. Um, Juju Schuster, and apparently he and Ben are close. I mean, think back to Antonio Brown when Brown was putting up the big numbers. Uh, remember, Schuster and Brown both had over 100 catches in a year. And I think part of it was Juju had more opportunities since Antonio Brown was getting open. You know, it's hard to cover two guys like that. Uh, Juju hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't had the numbers ever since Antonio Brown left. Um, I don't see how they are able to keep him. I mean, I like the fact, I mean, that Juju's not going to Antonio Brown saying, get me out of here. It seems like Juju has some allegiance to his current team. But, I mean, I we talked about this before the podcast started. I don't think they could sign him for more than four, five, six million with the way their cap is. And you know how NFL free agency is. Some, you know, we talked, I think the Jets and the Jaguars have a lot of money. Uh, I think the Browns have a lot of money. Some team out there is going to give them 15, 20 million. And why would you go back to the Steelers? on four to five when you can get 20 from somewhere else. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I want a new trumpet, but I look at the cost of a new trumpet. I look at my bank account right. and just realize that's not yeah. happening. I, I don't think Juju understands the, maybe he thinks this is major league baseball. You just, you know, kind of art Rooney can become Oprah. Just you get a contract. You get a contract. Everybody gets a contract. Right. Or they would well, have and, the, and the, the reality is that the teams with cap space is because they aren't paying players well, and the right. players who play well go play other places. So, right. you know, the people with a lot of uh, – there's I, I don't know how many people are lining up to play on the Jets right now, right. but they shouldn't be because the Jets are bad. Well, well, the, the Browns have been saving up for this moment for like 25 years, so there <laughs> might be an exception. Yeah. <laughs> So you think there's a vault somewhere with all of that leftover brown money? <laughs> you know, so we can – because we're going to get to something directly related to Browns. I want to rant a bit. But we could definitely agree we're probably not seeing Juju in a Steelers uniform next year unless Juju says, man, I really want to stay here. I'll play for the men. Which, you know, I, I don't see happening. I mean, Juju's gone, right? I mean, I don't see how he stays. 
I mean, if he does, great. If he wants well, to pay for the minimum, I'll definitely take him back. But love for him to stay, but I I don't see it happening. I think both yeah. he and James Conner will go. Oh, oh I Connor's think if gone. if they have if they have money to spend on people, there's a couple of other people that I think are a little more more integral to what it is that they're trying to do. So, I, I don't yes. think they want the Steelers have just never been. They've never been married to receivers, right? I, I don't think uh, receivers who weren't willing to, you know, play at a reasonable salary and whatever. They're never going to overpay the receivers. Well, I bet you you're just going to come back and say, "Hey, I'll pay for <laughs> under my market value, not the minimum, but say his market value is 15." Right. I can see him going to Pittsburgh and say, hey, is there a way you can carve out 10? If you can carve out 10, I may stay. Now, again, I'm just speculating. I don't have any right. inside information on this. But I'm even making the argument, even if he comes back for 10, I mean, they will have to carve out other areas of the team to make him weak. And, again, I'm not super completely sold on Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and, and James Washington. They're good. They're exciting. I'm not saying all three of them are Pro Bowl receivers, but you've got those guys where in other areas of the team, if you take other parts away to keep Juju, the other parts of the team are going to go way downhill, you know? Yeah. So that's why I just hey, Juju, Juju come back. Juju's working out hard getting punched in the stomach, so that's got to count for yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Building up those abs. Yes, I yeah. don't know what's going on. It's like last offseason, James Conner developed like this – dinosaur like back and it, it didn't really help him run the football <laughs> well and, and the one thing that's always struck me about the Steelers too there hasn't been a lot of Steelers who have left especially free agency and have become really great I mean I even think back to when I was a kid I always liked watching Chad Brown one of their old linebackers he left for Seattle and you never heard anything from him again so yep. they got that thing and you know I think Joe Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Joe mentioned before we started going, hey, you know, if Juju goes to, say, the Jets, I I don't know if he's going to be a Jerry Rice type receiver for the Jets. I mean, I would tend to think not, you know. So, I don't know. And, you know, same thing with James Conner. I love James Conner's story. I don't think James Conner's that number one back anymore. I, I I just don't with the injuries and everything. And I don't see him come back to Sewers unless he literally took the moon. I mean, I don't see how else he stays. Um. Let's mention this, and honestly, as podcasters, we're more frustrated at J.J. Watt than anything else. Very unrealistic he was coming to Pittsburgh. I think Paul called it last week saying 2% chance. So I think there was a chance. I, I listened to J.J. Um, Adam Schefter interviewed him on his podcast, and J.J. said the right things. Like Adam was like, hey, was there a chance you could have gone to Pittsburgh? And it was like, oh, everybody sounded good. That's what took me so long to make a decision. He wasn't coming to Pittsburgh because it's like Juju. They couldn't offer him the money that he needed. Um, I will say a little angry because we record our podcast at 10. Uh, when did he announce? Like 11.30? Like he was, yeah, it was he, something like that. It was like right after we stopped recording. He was listening to big us on YouTube. Yeah. And he's like, and he, I think you hear me at the end go, let me check the Twitter to see if there's any more news. And he waited until after he said, bye-bye. And then he's like, all right, I'm signing. <laughs> I know so, JJ's a so big know he's uh, listener of yes. our Ohio oh. and Steelers <laughs> podcast. Yes. 
He was wearing an Ohioan t-shirt right before he, he got was. the Arizona t-shirt. <laughs> and it was weird because we've not made t-shirts. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> like, how did you do that? He copied it from like, our website and did a <laughs> weird... It. Yeah, weird page like on t-shirt. He ripped our yes. logo. Oh, man, come on. I, I thought it was so cute. He ordered five shirts of the mm-hmm. last five teams, and he picked out the shirt he was going to wear so he can go on his exercise bike and you know say, hey, I'm a Cardinal now. You know, How cute. Now I'm saying that sarcastically. It wasn't cute. J- Isn't there James a thing is- with his number <laughs> that uh, with the Cardinals yes. <clears throat> that initially he got permission and now he may not have permission? Um, oh, I didn't hear that part. There was some- yeah, I may be wrong. I just saw like last night or something, something saying that uh, it was going to be harder to to get it than than he thought it was going to be. There was, was like a guy, granddaughter or something of the person who had it. Yeah, there was some guy playing for the Cardinals. I think he's passed on. Uh, I don't recognize the name. Um, and apparently he asked the granddaughter for permission. And that was the last I heard, to be honest. I, I mean, you know, hey, I, I like the story. I like the idea. I'm tired of talking with, about JJ. And I <laughs> think especially if he went for the money. I mean, like Arizona, I think Arizona's a decent team. I don't see Arizona as a Super Bowl team. Now, I think it was funny, and I'll rant for a second here. Um, you know, there was a report by Mary Kay Cabot, and I don't know Mary Kay Cabot personally. I'm sure she's a fine person. But Mary Kay has been known throughout her career not to get the news always right. She hasn't always struck gold on her news tips. Well, she throws out there a couple weeks ago, JJ's really looking at the Browns. So all the Browns fans – just go crazy. Oh, man, JJ's coming to Cleveland. Why wouldn't he? What other team could he go to other than the Browns? And, you know, they started playing their Super Bowl parades and everything else. And then I actually saw negative articles written about the day he went to Arizona going, well, he's bypassing the Super Bowl team in Cleveland. I don't think – I mean, yeah, the Browns are a team on the rise. The Browns, you know, made the divisional playoffs. I wouldn't say the Browns are a Super Bowl team yet. Maybe they're a step or two back, but they're definitely not Super Bowl caliber, are they? I mean, there are a couple so. defensive pieces away, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think a couple defensive pieces away. I mean, I, I'm looking JJ at JJ Watt in Cleveland puts them a step closer. Oh, yeah. With Miles Garrett <laughs> on one side and JJ Watt on the other, I wouldn't want to face that defensive line. <laughs> we talked about this before. I, I heard some things saying that he could be like Reggie White, where he gets that, you know, breath of fresh air when Reggie went from Philadelphia to Green Bay, had a couple of really great seasons, even better than for Philadelphia. But then I heard some other things saying he could just be like they said, while if like if he went to Pittsburgh, he'd be like a definite a piece or a part to it. Because people were saying you know, JJ's going to play defensive end. He's not going to play outside linebacker. So the thought would be if he went to Pittsburgh, you know, Pittsburgh's got to it, Hayward and everything else, JJ may not be playing every play. You know, I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I, I just don't see JJ anymore as that dominating, you know, Miles Garrett type player or something else. You know what I mean? I mean, he's an asset. I mean, I think it's better that you have him than you don't. But I think Arizona could regret its decision because Arizona paid him a lot of money. But I also think that he is a good player when he's got somebody else on the other side of him. 
He may and, not be the yeah, guy that you we, steer your defense away from, but you he also isn't the guy you want to steer your offense away from. But he's also not the guy that you want to steer your offense into. I don't disagree with that, but then uh, who does Arizona have? I mean, Chandler Jones. Oh, I don't Jones, know about Arizona. Chandler Jones, who <laughs> – Depending, depending on, you know, if you talk to Chandler's family, you know, maybe, you know, they're excited about Chandler Jones. I mean, he's a nice up-and-coming player, but I, you know, if you compare that to, like, a T.J. Watt or a Miles Garrett, I mean, Chandler Jones is, you know, way behind those guys. So, I don't know. And who knows? I mean, you know, we talked about his former teammates. You know, maybe he's closer to DeAndre Hopkins, a guy, you know, he played with in Houston. I hear these crazy trades. I think to be fair to JJ, I mean, I'm wondering, I'm eager to see how he does with Arizona. Because, I mean, when you're playing the Texans, you can tell your three offensive linemen, okay, you three block 99, the other two of you just block those three guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm anxious too. I mean, I I don't mean to rip him because he didn't sign up the Steelers. I'm just saying that's really not, I, I mean, how. I don't know how much better Arizona's defense is right now than Houston's. So what would stop people from doing the same thing? I mean, people like Chandler Jones, but I'm not saying, oh, man, we got a single cover J.J. because Chandler Jones is going to eat us up. I, I, I don't know if that's the case. So, I mean, is Arizona the same situation as Houston in their defense? I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not sold in Arizona. Arizona reminds me of Cleveland. They're okay. I think if they get hot, they could do things in the playoffs. But I don't think Arizona's a Super Bowl team. I mean, that division now, you look at the West, I mean, wherever you think of Matt Stafford, the Rams are decent. You know, Seahawks are decent unless they trade Russell Wilson. And um, the 49ers are good, too. So, I mean, I don't even know if Arizona gets out of the division, to be honest with you. I don't know. So. It'll be interesting. All right. Well. Let's. Uh, what else do we need to talk about here with the Steelers? Oh, cap casualties. Um, Paul and I were talking a, a little bit about this beforehand. Uh, you know, Steelers are still going to have to cut money right now. They're three million under. You know, I mean, they. I think they need what eight million maybe to sign draft picks. You know, or just a full draft class. So somebody's got to go. Um, I'm hearing Vince Williams. I think that makes sense to me. Uh, Paul mentioned Joe Hayden. I would hate to see Joe go, but I could see that happening. Anybody else that you guys can think of that might go to save some money? Some of the reporting here in Pittsburgh is saying that Hayden's a more definite casualty than Williams. Really? Wow. See, I look at a guy like Robert Spillane, and, you know, I mean, Robert Spillane isn't, you know, Jack Lambert, but I think Spillane could give you the same thing that, you know, Vince Williams does. I mean, I think – for me, with Vince Williams, I'm just hoping Devin Bush is back and healthy. If Devin Bush is back and healthy, I'm okay with Bush and Spillane. I mean, Williams is making, I think, $8 million next year. He's making a lot, and he had a bad year last year. But, wow, so you're hearing Williams is more likely to stay than Hayden. Wow. I mean, it, they're, they're both perceived as casualties, but it, the perception okay. is that Hayden's a more definite yeah, I can than Williams. Just, I can easily see both of them going, you know. I mean, I yeah. think Williams saves yeah, that's the eight. assumption. Yeah. Man, and, somebody has to play on this team. Right. Well, <laughs> the, thought, the thought you would have is I'm, I've seen some projections. The Steelers have 19 free agents. They're saying that they could possibly keep three realistically. 
So you're hoping that either um, Cortez, Cam Sutton, or you know Mike Hilton, they can keep one of those two guys. Um, who else was I hearing? I mean, they, they don't have the money, to be honest with you. I mean, there's some talk saying that they could potentially keep Ray Ray McLeod, but he's not going to cost the time. I mean, I I don't know where they have the money, Joe. I mean, that's my concern, you know? I think what happened is over the past five years, we've had this mentality of we're certainly going to win a Super Bowl before 2020. So when 2020 comes and all of this stuff comes due, you know, we can just have a clearinghouse because we will have won our Super Bowl, Ben will retire, and we can start rebuilding. And I don't think they anticipated 2020 coming and going and still not a Super Bowl. And, and it makes me wonder, too, because, again, I think Big Ben playing is better than the alternative. But, I mean, as is Big Ben's asked for one more year. I mean, unless at the end of the year, you know, everything's settled with the running game. He has a great year. He's healthy. And he's willing to pay for less money. I mean, I, I don't know where they find the money. I, mean, I wish they could keep more of the guys. I hate the fact – I mean, I, I love Sutton. I love – um you know, Mike Hilton, I love all those guys. I just don't see how they keep them all. Because what's going to happen, first day of free agency, they're going to give insane contracts. I bet you James Conner will get a tumble money if we ever thought he would ever would. Um, you know, Jacksonville and the Jets have money to burn, you know? I mean, you know, we talk about keeping three of our 19 free agents. Just think, like, uh, Jacksonville could give Juju 20. They could give, you know, James Conner 8. And that's $20 million and they still have, what, 42 more to go. I mean, you know, those teams have money. Pittsburgh just doesn't, which is tough. So, yeah, it's got to be a good draft. And that's my, my, my big concern about this whole offseason is, yes, having Ben back, having some of these guys back give us a far better chance at a Super Bowl. Um, I don't think we'll have what it takes to get there. Um, right. So my main concern is how big of a hole are we digging in terms of the future? Um, that, that's been my main concern. Um, we just keep pushing that further and further away, and I just I feel like we're digging a deeper and deeper hole. So that, that's my only concern. Well, that's the issue with the Big Ben contract because there's going to be dead money in the future. And they haven't released how long the contract – I mean, I think they signed them affordable years. So it may have been like a four, five, six-year contract for Big Ben, but in essence, it could end that for one year without excessive dead money. But they'll still be dead money even the way they did. So I don't know. Yep. But, I mean, what else could they do? I mean, right now, your only chance of a guy who is anywhere remotely close to being ready is Mason Rudolph. I mean, you got Mason Rudolph. You got Josh Dobbs. I mean, he's a smart guy. He just really isn't that franchise quarterback and then you're putting everything in on Dwayne Haskins. I mean you better hope Dwayne Haskins plays exact you know, has his fifty touchdown year like you did against Ohio with Ohio State. But I mean that's it. I, I don't and that's what frustrates me. I mean I'm hoping, you know, we can get a running back that's good. Big Ben throws it thirty times a game and I mean we could be in great shape next year. I still think of a bunch of people leave the defense the Sooners defense could still be very good, um, but it's there's not as much room for error as there was last year. Last year they had a ton of room for error. <laughs> this year it's razor thin. I don't know. Yeah. 
and Juju wants to come back. I, I still don't. I mean, I appreciate the fact he wants to come back, but I mean, that's the deepest position in the team. I mean, you need offensive line, you need running backs, you need potentially backup tight end. I mean, I mean, unless Juju wants to fatten up and play tackle, I, I don't know what else you can do. And what we'll do what we've been up. doing is saying, let's say, did you hear, take, take yeah. pennies for the next three years, and then years four <laughs> and five, we're just going, it's going to explode, and then four or five years from now, okay, how do we finagle Juju's 50 mil a year hit? <laughs> take a Mims contract and then gain 100 pounds and be a left tackle for us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a fantastic Juju starts his career as a receiver, and then he uh, fattens up, and he becomes like Anthony Munoz at tackle or something. <laughs> what a story would that be? I don't know. Crazy. Be nuts. Anything else we should talk about the Steelers? I, I mean, I'm willing to talk more, but I mean, we've we've covered it, and I think I mean, we've we... covered what's new. And there's going to be a lot of new information <laughs> comes once we oh, get yeah. into free agency. It's going to come a week where we're going to be like, hey, we need to talk for 10 hours because there'll be a lot of stuff. I, I'm doing one Because five. everyone's gone now, and now what do we do? Yeah. Roethlisberger <laughs> can't throw it to himself. Somebody has to catch this ball. Uh, I, I'm doing a final check. There is a report from the Steelers from a, a radio station over in Pittsburgh, 93.7, saying that he, Juju is unlikely to want to accept offer from Steelers given cap situation. Well, that's not a surprise. I mean, okay. That's that's kind of what we're saying. Yes. Yeah. That's not new information. Listen to us. I mean, you know, come on. You know, we said that. I, I mean, you know, water's wet. That's our report. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the sky is blue. That's my report. Tweet that out. It's good. So. All right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out the Steelers podcast on the Ohio Network. And, again, every time I say that, people are like, why are you doing this? Because we're not talking about the Browns or the Bengals. We've been Steelers fans, and we'll be Steelers fans even when it gets tough. Gaffield will be hey, a quick hot take. Oh, yes, please. Quick hot take. Oh. We will have Elizabeth Olsen on this podcast to talk about WandaVision before Juju Yes. Signs a contract with the Steelers. <laughs> well, check out our. You're going to feel bad next week when I bring in a guest. <laughs> yes. Well, and check... it's, it's Olson. check out our review podcast coming up. Uh, speaking of guests that we will have on, uh, we'll talk about my wild negotiation with Alan Spencer. And, and you might be like, who's Alan Spencer? And. Uh, Unless you're a Sledgehammer fan, everyone else is here. Who's Alan Spencer, too? Why am I doing this? I like Alan Spencer. Now I'm going to rip him to shreds because he won't come uh, on the podcast. <laughs> uh, it should be interesting. But we're not going to just yell about Alan Spencer. We're going to talk about Frazier. I, actually, it's good. Um, we didn't say we're only ripping bad shows. But, you know, after a couple of bad shows, well... Sledgehammer was we liked it, but it wasn't a popular show. But now we're going to get to a popular show, so we'll talk a little bit about Frazier, and we'll talk about what's upcoming 
there's a reboot that I'm a little concerned about. I'll tell you guys why. So check that out. We're taping it now. We'll have that up on our podcast feed a little bit later today. So, hey, thanks for checking the Steelers podcast. Uh, we'll see you over on the Frasier one in just a little bit. Have a great day, everybody.